Hello everyone, this is Jen Hilton supporting our e-learning Bronco families at home. I'm coming to you in podcast form today about an article titled, How to Use Curiosity Questions with Your Teen. Now this article has been written by Courtney Harris Coaching on April 23rd, 2019. And I chose this article because our positive action theme for this week is curiosity. And our teens and our tweens, our children, are most definitely curious about themselves. They're curious about the world around them. They're curious about relationships. But I want to know how do we cultivate that relationship of curiosity between the parent and the child? And how do we go about with building that relationship in a shared curiosity? So without further ado, let's get started. There are a whole lot of reasons why you may be experiencing disconnection from your teen. Oftentimes, teenagers are experimenting with their identity, personal power, and or privacy. By the way, these are normal and expected parts of development during adolescence. In other cases, parents and caregivers are realizing that their teen has very different interests than theirs and finding quality time that fulfills everyone feels tough or strained. Additionally, timing and schedules can contribute to a lack of connection. If you ever get sick of looking at calendars and aligning schedules, this may be true for you. Also, remember that your relationship with your teen is exactly that, a relationship. And all relationships take work in order to grow. This article offers mindset and communication tools to support you and your family during its interesting developmental time. Broadening the definition of connection. As we consider the idea of connection in this article, there are a few ideas I invite you to consider. These ideas can set the foundation for your mindset as you approach your teenager. First, It's okay to be kind and firm. Parenting involves setting expectations and creating structure, and it also requires mutual respect and a willingness to collaborate from the parents just as much as the kids. Secondly, quality matters more than quantity. There's not a certain number of conversations you need to have with your teen. Additionally, You don't have to get to every topic. What would it be like if you let yourself focus on quality connections? Thirdly, listening is powerful, a crucial part of being kind in your role as a parent or caregiver caregiver is listening. If this is challenging at first, I encourage you to coach yourself through it. You might give yourself a motto to help you through the tougher moments, for example, listening is part of parenting, or listening is powerful, or I am a curious listener. Fourth, problem solving is a valuable life skill. When you ask your teen questions and allow them time and space to consider their answers, you are supporting them in growing their problem solving toolbox. Fifth, nothing is personal. Big thanks to Don Miguel Ruiz, author of The Four Agreements, for this reminder. The more you can trust this, 
the more curious you will be. If you aren't taking your teen's behaviors personally, you'll be able to ask questions with care and listen with patience. And sixth, curiosity takes compassion. It's imperative that your curiosity is genuine and compassionate. Remember, the teen years are tough for many. If you're like me, they may have been challenging for you too. Here are some conversational curiosity questions. When, not if, your teen shuts down or presents an undesirable behavior, you have an opportunity to ask about it rather than telling them about or lecturing them. I invite you to explore the following five steps inspired by and adapted from positive discipline the next time you notice your teen experiencing an emotion that they don't seem to be enjoying. Number one, start with I'm noticing. Name or label the challenge at hand or the emotion you guess they're experiencing with empathy. For instance, I noticed that you rushed up to your room when we walked in the house. Or, I'm noticing that your arms are crossed and you aren't smiling. Number two, ask a curiosity question. These are just a few ideas to get you started. Please adapt to make them unique to you and the situation. For example, what happened? What were you trying to accomplish? How do you feel about what happened? What do you think caused it to happen? What did you learn from this experience? What ideas do you have to solve this problem? Number three, keep listening. Whenever your teen pauses or seems to come to a close, you might ask, is there anything else? Number four, repeat back what you heard. In your own words, repeat back what you heard, then ask, is that right? Number five, offer support or resources as relevant. This conversation might lead to you to believe that your teenager needs and or wants support. In this case, you might ask, is there any way I can help? Or are you willing to hear a few of my ideas? Asking permission before offering advice is a key part of this process. Connection is a process. It might feel like you're not getting anywhere with your teen even when you begin asking curiosity questions. If this is new, your teenager might need some time to step into the space you are offering them. Connection is a process, which means that it takes time, attention, and sustained energy. Finally, as you and your family develop curiosity and connection, you may enjoy documenting your go-to supports together. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast today. I hope that it was helpful for you as it was for me. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day.